두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 If you don't feed him within, like, if he goes about three hours without food, he gets angry. I can't take it anymore. Oh, well, God, you're going to worry. It's been nearly three hours since I had a donut. Since I had a donut, I'm going to beat your ass, Dad. I'm going to take out your back. I'm going to get a switch. switch. Get a switch. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> he doesn't need to get a switch. Just, he, needs, he needs me to carry him. <laughs> it ruins me for the day. <laughs> you get a Nintendo switch. I'll beat you with it. Oh, ouch. Beach with the Nintendo They're, they're bigger in these days and they weigh more than Ender Fortress. They got a real head. They got hard, real hardware. They're expensive Joy Cons. Blow your ass up. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, this, that's the impression of Sean's son, Baby Man. <laughs> that's how he be talking. This is the content sewer, though. I'm Kyle. That's Sean. We're watching and reviewing Netflix original films. Everyone's oh, curious. That's a great one. They're always out there on the internet. Like, are there actually any good Netflix original films? That's uh, the question on everyone's lips. We're here to answer it. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> man, what's what's fucking good this week? What, what, what's uh, what's happening? How it's big? Any uh, any big news? Any big news out there? You know, problems uh, personally or uh, like in the, the world? There's definitely news in the world. Um, in general, yes. I don't I think there's any news this week. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, me either. I heard there's only two genders. People keep saying that. They're just like, there's Man, only like, two that genders. That shit's coming around and again and again. The fucking Hogwarts game. God damn it. They're always so brave. Wow. They're like, I gotta pull the trigger on this one. I'll blow some people's minds. Yeah, yeah, let me know. show you that. I don't understand chromosomes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you heard there are only ever been two genders. <laughs> Who decided? I'm, hey, how many chromosomes you got? I got um more than you. Loser. <laughs> ah, damn it. That's right. Kyle's got two X's and a Y. <laughs> yeah, who decided any of that shit? Who cares? It's all made up. Everyone's no, no, always God decided when he up. did Adam and Eve or something. Almost everything is some man-made idea, and it can be unmade. Just like people out there are like, yeah, Netflix has got good original movies. Wrong. Wrong again, <laughs> idiot. Let me unmake that idea for you. <laughs> Marvel movies used to be good. Let me, let me drop you some truth. Wrong. People are like, yeah, the original Captain America movie's good. Wrong. It was bad when it came out. They're just even <laughs> worse now. Stupid. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, the, frankly, the Marvel movies are were never good, right? They haven't They're really gotten worse. any worse. It's just people are tired of them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think the the fact that there's it's all on green screen now and it's like really bad special effects has made oh, it yeah, so that even normies are kind of like man these kind of look bad it's like they always kind of look bad but they do look really cheap now that's for sure 
which is crazy. They keep spending $200 million on this shit. <laughs> what are they spending the money on? It's almost like they filmed like a, a scene they easily could have filmed at the beach on a green a, a green uh-huh. screen. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> which weird. definitely didn't happen on the movie we watched this week. That's for sure. No, they were actually at the beach, boy, right near the beach, boy. Uh, um, man, the fucking I watched uh, M Night Shyamalan's new movie and not get I the cabin. I haven't any movies this week besides this one. How was the cabin? Oh, it's good. It's actually a really good movie. Lies. I was thinking, ridiculous. I watched so, old over the summer, or actually, I guess it was over the the uh halloween holidays and it was not enjoyable for me yeah old was like not appealing to me just the premise of it i understand it's like supposed to be like uh, campy and you know just like goofy horror movie but yeah, it just didn't seem interesting to me but watching uh knock of the cabin i was like you know what Shyamalan is like one of our great modern like camera directors you know what i mean like, all of his movies look so good <laughs> except for that one which one all of his movies look good. I'm not going to no, no. defend Lady in the Water, The Happening, as good movies, but Are they look good. Are you going to defend uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender? Oh, and I guess not. I don't. We saw it in the theaters, but I don't remember it at all. It was not like even visually it was unappealing. It's really strange. Yeah, um, I'm. That's probably true. Um, but yeah, he just yeah he fucking. He's so good with camera movement and blocking and that sort of thing. Because Knock of the Cabin is, um, I'm pretty sure it's filmed digitally. Because most of his movies have been for um, the last like five or six. And it's like, no, this still looks good. If it, and To me, if you're a director who's working mostly digitally now, and you still make movies that look good, it's like, you're one of the best. <laughs> Unbelievable. You did it, Shyamalan. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he's always just been a really, really good visual director. Like I said, definitely some misfires as far as like storytelling goes. Yeah, but uh, his movies always look really good. So good job. I'm glad um he's back. He's getting kind of a renaissance, I guess, on the internet. But um, he he honestly he just had that stretch like where that people weren't ready for him not to do you know a twisty movie after Signs, right? And then. I mean, Lady in the Water was pretty bad, and that happened. Kind of, again, I feel like he did do it to, to himself with like the village. He's like, "Oh, look at this twist," but it's not really so much of a. Tw- like, well, the thing with the village is, it's, it was marketed. Oh, yeah. it's M Night Shyamalan. It's going to be a twist, but like, I don't think even his intention was it for it to be that big of a twist. It was more, I don't know. But I'll I'll defend that movie. I actually I really like the village. I think it's a really good looking movie. The performances are great. It's still interesting. I mean. Amish people are interesting. Mennonites. <laughs> <laughs> they're not Mennonites. They're just insane. I know, but like that, the concept of yeah. trying to live outside of uh, the advancement of society because of uh, it's uh, um, evil or sacrilegious in the case of like Mennonites and stuff, right? Yeah, fucking Hello there, English. <laughs> we call everyone English because they're Dutch. My last uh, name is McDonald. <laughs> Yeah, in English, right? That's the most American name I'll, there is. I'll fucking beat him up if he calls me English. Oh, English. It's the most American name there is. McDonald's. Macadonadu. Uh, I watched other stuff. I watched Versus again and uh, Hell Driver and, you know, just watching usual stuff. Just uh, Japanese splatter movies and stuff. I'm into that. I'm trying to, like, maybe do, like, Hong Kong action movies for a while. Johnny Toe's got, like, I don't know, 40-something movies. I should watch some of those someday, <laughs> aside from her. Uh, that's about it for me. Um, 
uh, everyone stopped talking about The Last of Us, I imagine. It must have jumped the shark already. Oh, no. Seems like, I thought people were still talking about it. Oh, two genders. There's only two genders. There's uh, Pedro Pascal and um, Clickers. Those are two genders. Two genders. People who like Netflix original movies and people who don't. So there's only one gender people don't like Netflix. Who likes Netflix original movies? There's no one out there going like, you know what I literally love? I like going home on a Friday night and, and turn on whatever the late, latest Netflix original movie is. There's people that probably don't vocalize it that way, but absolutely they are living that way. They probably, uh, I guess they have, maybe. They probably haven't intellectualized it, but they probably are. There are people that are for sure like, oh, hell yeah, I got to check out the new Netflix movies, you know? Uh, man, there's some real shit we've watched. Like this movie, who watched this fucking thing? Nobody. Andy McDowell is in it, and she didn't even watch it herself. I was actually pleasantly surprised with this movie. What? Because I was thinking it was going to be god-awful. It wasn't god-awful. Like, it was just really fucking boring. It's just um, kind of cliche, but otherwise it's... uh, oh, really, kind of. It's really cliche. In another... Even like maybe like eight, ten years ago, not even that long ago... This movie could have come out in theaters, gotten a little bit of a cult following. It'd be like the coolest seventeen-year-old girl's like favorite movie in high school sort of thing. But like the way the movie industry operates now is like, yeah, this is just some like shovelware that was dumped on Netflix. You know, it's interesting. Um, I, know I don't I think there's really a lot of. Th- I think it's kind of this is really a paint by the numbers kind of bullshit movie. Um, yeah, but uh, I think these movies are just as valid as um all sorts of shit that's been pushed out of the way by marvel and stuff yeah i'm not i'm not saying i don't know how it became like a marvel thing again i'm just saying that you know this thing isn't there's nothing makes this better than say uh any of the other bullshit we've watched like the only real surprise i've come out of uh these the harder they fall i think oh i think this movie's so I thought it was going to be, what was that shitty jingoistic American propaganda military romance we watched? Oh, fuck. I don't remember the, what, what it was called. called. Oh, I the, thought it was going to be as bad Hearts. as Purple Hearts. Purple Hearts. Yeah, so I was expecting it was going to be like a Purple Hearts situation. Oh, but... no, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Like one of those weird kind of like, oh, this isn't Nicholas Sparks kind of thing, but it's, you know, the same teens doing teen things uh, i think this is more in the avenue of like garden state or yeah Land well, or something rather than um a straight up just like teen romance movie it's obviously got all the elements in there i like mean that, they're they're way younger they present as way younger than like garden state or or Adventureland. these kids Adventureland is the exact same time period because it's his summer before he goes to college yeah i know but i mean like these kids are just so fucking they're such dorks like, I mean, hey, let's the, go to the quick stop and hey, we're not gonna get alcohol. We're gonna get beef jerky and apple pies, kids. Yeah, I mean it's like cliche Disney Channel Nickelodeon. Like, stuff, yeah, that's like it's, it's um, real. This was really like a Disney Channel movie. Actually, when I was watching it, my wife turns to me like, "Is this a Disney Channel movie?" And I said, "No." I think it's it's still got a little bit more going on than like a Disney Channel or a Nickelodeon type shit with. Oh, it's, um, but it's got less going on than Brink. I mean, no, this movie's better than Brink. <laughs> what about Johnny Tsunami? Uh, this movie's better than any Disney original <laughs> movie. <laughs> like, um, so I'll go over the positives. The soundtrack's really good. Clearly, um, this movie's made by a millennial, not someone, you know, age-appropriate yeah. to the story. It's someone older, because these are all songs that, like, I listened sure. <laughs> to when I was partying, like, a decade ago, right? Like, the movie ends with the girl's song, Lust for Life, 
which is like I remember doing cocaine in that song. So well, you I, know, they these girls ran up to the top of a bell tower <laughs> and they did some TP or something. Uh, the soundtrack's really good. The all the the score is done by Beach House, which is really strange to me. I'm not sure how Beach House is involved. Like, why would they be involved in this movie? Unless but everyone they, needs money sometimes. I'm guessing like they read the screenplay and they're like, "Oh, this sounds well, it's based pretty on good." A book, right? So maybe they're just a fan mm. of the book. Well, that's the thing. I my opinion about the movie overall, I think, would explain the situation with Beach House. Like, if someone just gave me the screenplay for this movie and I sat down and read it. I'd be like, oh, this isn't too bad. But then the way it's filmed, and especially the acting and some of the dialogue and stuff yeah. is, is what like sets it over into being like kind of corny. I mean, just like a, a little bit of different like vibe to it, like more melancholy and dreamy, and maybe even do like some sort of like magical realism between the daytime and the nighttime stuff, and making the their time together at night more of the focus of the movie. I think this would actually be a really interesting like teen movie. I was thinking, have you seen Ryan Gosling's movie that he directed, Lost River? Mm, no. Like I was thinking, if it was more like that, <clears throat> um, yeah, just kind of a little bit spookier and melancholy, magical realism. Like I said, it'd be interesting, and there would have to be. So there's like it's all cliche stuff going on in this movie, right? But there's like a little bit too much of it i think like, like every um, scene is cliche it's the you know well no i mean one cliche to the next i mean like the emotional beats that they're trying to throw in there there's too much of it like um i think it'd be more interesting for the our two main characters to just talk about like on their nightly excursions slowly unreveal to each other more and more about their lives and like talk about the problems that exist in her family and you know i mean instead of actually having to like check in on kate bosworth and dermot mulrooney and stuff like that stuff makes it very much for mass consumption like <laughs> a s simple narrative right it's just like oh here's just you know we'll check in on this character and this is going on blah blah and um it makes it like easier to watch and easier to understand for an audience but i'm i guess well, i'm explaining like how i would make it more interesting is um yeah we don't necessarily need all the all the extra characters you know it should just be more about these two characters and I I don't know I think it'd be more interesting that way but anyways yeah the soundtrack's good original music's good Beach House is great in fact Beach House being the original soundtrack is what is, like makes me think it would be better if it was like. It embodied the vibe of Beach House more because Beach House is really like dreamy, nostalgic kind of music. For me, anyways, it reminds me of like driving around at night in the summertime and like doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Beach House is good. Uh, the soundtrack's good. Um, the main dude is a pretty good actor, but everyone else, I need all the other kids are pretty bad. Yeah, she um, has a couple friends that are really just not entertaining to watch at all. I like the main the main girl is like not a great actor, but she's um, okay. She's not the I, worst defender. I like her. She's got like um, she's like cute. You know what I mean? I don't mean like in a. I'm not talking about like physically. She's like. Oh no! I know what you mean. You sick pervert. She's got like a good. She fits for the character. I guess is what it is. She's got like a nerdy, sweet vibe. That's like oh, okay. She's she's got like that charisma about her. That's fine. Uh, Andy McDowell's the biggest hater in the world in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, until the end, and then she's yeah. Like, everybody makes a dramatic one eighty really quick. I guess for some reason I'm being really charitable to this movie. I guess yeah, you are. Like, I don't get it. Even Andy I'm gonna McDowell, hate. I'm gonna hate, 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 hate. Andy McDowell's character makes sense too because it is, um, it is. She is just like a vulnerable person, and she just admits the vulnerability. And like, I don't know. A lot of people are like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just like I don't. I just find it so hard for me to believe that she's like the entire movie. She's like, oh fuck you, fuck your your stepmom. She's such a ridiculous. Your dad's a dork. And then immediately her mom, her daughter calls her and she's like, "Hey, my the stepmom needs help." And she's all of a sudden down there, willing to like help the stepmom and the stepdad work through the or in the her ex husband work through their relationship together. It seems like a big leap from the character we were presented. Yeah, I mean, some people are like that though, and it's also like not important to the story, so I don't mind too much that that's how they resolve that little plot thread, you know. But it's kind it's of important like, yeah, to her whatever. as a character, right? The whole problem with her parents' divorce and her, just her mom being a little bit overbearing and over needy, and then her father being like kind of completely absent from her life and um, not giving. Yeah, but they her. um they resolve all that shit in like five minutes. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> great. <laughs> that's what I mean. Is like that stuff. I don't know if that stuff needs to be in the movie. It's not like it doesn't need to take center stage like it does in the movie. Like, I have um, a couple just quick real things that bother me. First, I know realize that she's a little she let a sheltered life a little bit, but mm. does she really not know what Connect Four is? Yeah, um, that was a little bit strange. <laughs> and two, why would they call this guy Abdominal when um, um, Abominable is is right there for him? Abdominal is such a dumb name. Abominable it, is a great name. Isn't that what he was saying? No, they said abdominable, like abominable. I think they were making a pun of abominable, right? Like the abominable snowman. Oh, I thought they were doing like an abdominal thing. No. Uh, Well, I misheard it then. Yeah, I think you misheard it because, yeah, they were doing abominable, abominable in that. What about I I still like abomination better? Abom. Abom. Abomination. Uh, this movie only came out last year. Yeah, oh, you, we talked about it last time. Here's the synopsis, listeners who didn't watch. The summer before college, Auden meets the mysterious Eli, a fellow insomniac. While the seaside town of Colby sleeps, the two embark on a nightly quest to help Auden experience the fun, carefree teen life she never knew she wanted. That's a little bit wrong. She, like, was the whole reason her going there to spend the summer there is so she could, uh, you know, try to change herself, reinvent herself. Sort of stuff kids think about when they're 17, 18, or all the time. I still think about that shit all the time. Never stop growing, listeners. You never if stop you reinventing yourself. You never lost. stop running away to a beachside town uh, to make out with strange boys. I mean, if you got the opportunity, why not? Why the fuck not? If you don't got any responsibilities and you can do it, go for it. It's probably illegal at some point, you know? I don't think you can go make out with strange boys on the beach anymore. As long as they're 18. <laughs> Ooh. Um, this synopsis also, the simplicity of this synopsis. That synopsis um, is for you. Like, sounds like be- a better movie. Or it sounds like the movie I kind of wish it was. Yeah, they really don't focus much on the insomniac portion of it. Well, there's, there's just like too much other shit going on. I think it would be more interesting if it was more just focused on him and her spending to get time together at, at night. Well, and that's like, like the difference between like a. 300 page novel and an hour and 30 40 minute movie yeah for sure but i mean you could uh 
Now you got to pare that shit down. Yeah, you can simplify this shit and make it more of a character study with just these two characters and stuff and be perfectly fine. It'd be a much more interesting movie. You don't need, that's what I mean. You don't need all these characters and all the like very short term conflicts and stuff that are being introduced. I guess not like short term. The whole movie, it's like, oh, Dermot Mulroney fucking sucks. But, yeah, from the uh, very beginning. Well, yeah. But it didn't. I what I would do is I would not escalate it to the point where she runs into him like leaving, or blah blah, and then never have to resolve it. Right? It it would just be in there to set up that her sucks. as a character. Yeah. yeah, like it doesn't need to be a conflict that gets resolved. Same thing with her mother. That doesn't right. necessarily. Yeah, that, that, that's where I'd go with it too. If you're going to introduce it, like she doesn't necessarily need to be at the <clears> conclusion <throat> of the movie or. Yeah, because there's interesting, it's cliche, they are like simple ideas, but like simple ideas can be profound. I think there's good stuff in this movie about like him having to come to terms with being air quotes responsible for killing his best friend or even just the emotional trauma that would be caused by him and his best friend, his best friend dying and all the stuff going on with her. But if it, was, if it was explored more directly between the two of them and their interactions, I, that would be much more interesting to me than the way it's presented. Like the basic outline of this movie sounds interesting to me. I'd like to watch a movie like that. But then it's made in a very formulaic, safe for consumption, everyone kind of movie, you know? And all the bad stuff in it is when it's seemingly trying to like hit all the right notes for a netflix teen movie you know it'd be better if they like go out of their way to just serve the story rather than trying to fit the formula i guess which is kind of what it seems like it's doing i mean like i said lost river check that out that's a better version of this movie kind of a girl walks home alone at night is a better version of this movie kind of like there are good i don't want to say teen but like young adult coming of age, learning to appreciate yourself, expanding your horizons, blah, 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 type shit that is presented in a much more interesting and more profound way than this. So it's kind of, I'm glad that movies like this are still getting made. Like I said, um, it's weird for it to just be shoveled onto Netflix because I could see this movie being somewhat popular with like teenagers and stuff. But it, it's, I'm sure it's basically doesn't exist, you know? Unless it has like some cult following, I'm not aware of. I have no idea. Yeah, you'd probably have to go onto like the subreddits for that mm. or, like, discords, and I'm not gonna search that out because <laughs> that's no. or uh, whatever. People still doing Tumblr's? Is that still popular? Yeah, Tumblr's Tumblr's still around. I think they have the they let porn back on it, so maybe it's oh, there, there again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got I'm, a lot this, of this guy shirtless then. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure this movie has its fans and supporters and stuff, but I, I, I just think, um, just to point it out again, like every week, um, a lot of these mid-budget, somewhat interesting, okay, but not you know, award-winning films have been pushed out of the market. Like, there's probably tons of people that love this movie that are never gonna have any idea it exists, you know, because it was just some shit that Netflix put on there, hoping that I don't know, someone. I don't know. I don't understand Netflix like market goals, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, there neither do they. We talk about it, and it's it's clear just from kind of uh, what's the careening they've done over the last couple of years that they don't mm. really have a, a marketing strategy or a goal 
You know what I mean? There, it's just like anything else. Grow, grow, and then you grow. Yeah, but the the my disconnect with that is I understand they want to grow no matter what, but like their production methods don't seem to indicate that they have any idea well, how, how to do that. Yeah, because they they started out as a con. They're grabbing. They were grabbing everybody else's content, right? And I mm. I don't think they understood how to pivot to original content. And well, they kind of got lucky. Because yeah, they're what they do now is seemingly is spend a bunch of money to make a bunch of shit. Don't promote any of it. Just shovel it all on Netflix and like hopefully somehow one of them becomes a hit, right? Yeah, because they did feel like they marketed a f- their first few original. Well, I feel like Stranger Things success had a lot to do with it be- being um, like heavily marketed, right? It was kind of a big deal when Stranger Things first came out, I feel like, right? And like they just, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I don't watch TV. I have ad blockers on my phone, multiple ones on my computers. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> seeing ads for anything ever. So maybe I'm just like missing any advertising. Well, I mean, says, it, stuff would still permeate to you if it. I would think so. Was popular yeah. enough. And I, I mean, I don't, I, I watch TV, at least basketball, you know? Mm. Like, so I get ads then. Um, and some other stuff sometimes. So I. I don't really see Netflix advertising this shit. Of course, you know, is that where you would advertise? I mean, I would stick it in. I would stick them just advertisements in front of YouTube videos, you know? Yeah, YouTube videos, um, Reddit, Twitch. Yeah, I don't know. Because this is a movie that I could see. You could easily market this on Twitch and YouTube and anything that kids are on. But, you know what I mean? there's. I'm sure there's like hundreds of movies like this on Netflix that are just, they're just on there. You know, good luck. Hopefully someone sees them. Which, uh, that sucks, man. There's, like, no hope. to Imagine, I guess you don't have to imagine because you've been a, a, trying to be a writer for most of your adult life. But, you know what I mean? There's just, like, no hope to be a new writer or a new director or even a new actor or anything. Like, No, no, no. I got a lot of hope. I think uh, I think AI is going to do do good things for the, the writing industry. Yeah, no hope, no plan, no promised land. Yeah, because there's just it seems like there's just a endless ocean of opportunity right now because there's so much content being churned out, right? But it's all it doesn't ever go anywhere. It is just like a it is just a sewer of content. We should be called this shit like content landfill because there's <laughs> just so much shit being produced and not amounting to anything. Or uh, I don't know, man. It's the overabundance of just content and products and shit it's uh it's kind of stressing me out right now (laughs) it's like when you think about how much um like waste material there is on earth right you think about like all the like decommissioned cars and boats and you know what i mean just like shit that there's just everywhere it stresses me out so much when i think about it because like it's not i I like to think about how much literal shit there is from cows and pigs and people yeah, but at least you can like repurpose um, cattle waste, right? Yeah, I guess you kind of can with like m- material from like cars and boats and stuff. But it's just I don't know; it's all just laying around. Ugh, and that's all of it. That's Netflix for you, baby. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what these guys just laying around on Netflix. It's all yeah, this shit it on Netflix. And it's not even just Netflix. There's also Hulu and Amazon Prime and. Fucking Peacock and HBO Disney, Man. And you got all this shit. And who's watching all this shit? <laughs> How are they making money? 
I don't think they are. I think that's the big the big surprise. Hey, yeah. turns out we're not making money anymore. Who could have called that? I mean, that's what everybody said, right? When when everybody was like, "Oh, we're gonna do our own streaming service," it's like, "Well, you know, good luck." I just <laughs> because it's just you, you, not everybody can subscribe to all these streaming services, right? Well, yeah. And so and who would want to? And how? Right. And which which one of them? They, is there? There's not even a single one of them that markets themselves as if they have more value than any other one either. You know what I mean? It's it's just like Dis- when Disney Plus came out, it was just like, and now Disney Plus exists. You know what I mean? They didn't like. There's like no understanding of why it's better than any other platform or blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? So it's just Disney. So whatever Marvel will be on there and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, what fucking difference does it make? Marvel's gonna be on there. Yeah, it's so strange. I guess Disney, you know, they have brand recognition, right? But all the other ones, like, what's why? What makes Netflix better than Hulu and Hulu better than blah blah? blah. I mean, I personally, I think Shutter's the best because it appeals specifically to a niche a niche interest I have, right? But there's a very low ceiling on the amount of people that are gonna subscribe to Shutter, right? <laughs> like, there's a definite end of people that will subscribe to Shutter. No, it's gonna grow forever, baby. <laughs> Nothing but I mean, growth. I don't know how to tell these people. There's a definite end on all of these streaming services yeah, on how big they can grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they start marketing the Alpha Centauri. Well, they certainly aren't gonna get any buddy in China because China's got their own streaming services. <laughs> Actually, most countries do. I don't need. Yeah, I don't think Netflix is as, even as ubiquitous as it used to be internationally, right? I don't know. I don't really look international. I don't give a shit about their, their figures. I mean, be mm. frank. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I don't really care about their business. I, uh, you know, they could go out of business. I don't give a fuck. I don't need Netflix or anything except for content on this podcast, but whatever. Yeah, um, we'll switch to Hulu originals. But, it, but I am just like constantly like perplexed at what they're trying to achieve, you know, because I know like every other business there, we, we, we need endless growth. And it's like, how the fuck do you think you're going to do that? Netflix. Or Hulu or any of them. It's like why? Why would you think that's even possible? Especially when your strategy seems to be make a bunch of shit, put it on there, and hopefully, like something gets enough reviews or word of mouth, or that other people subscribe, that new people subscribe. Yeah, like what? Fucking! It's all Wednesday was so good. We're gonna get a billion more subscribers. What? Why? (laughs) <laughs> at some point market saturation is the point where you just cannot get any more subscribers so you get you the only way you can continue to grow is to cut costs or to increase the price right mm-hmm. which is i'm that's seemingly what they want to do until they every then they get you know bullied on the internet and they back off they, they're gonna have to eventually i assume or just got a business because i they straight up like i don't think they make money right I don't know. I haven't really looked at, again. I haven't looked at their their um, profits or any calls or anything. Sure. I mean, the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like Netflix got out of business. Like I said, fuck Netflix. I don't care. I think it'd be better if they did go out of business. But it is like the entire. I mean, I don't of, know that it, it would. I don't think it would really make a change if Netflix out of business. You know what I mean? Someone else would just double up their their business. Yeah, my uh, larger point I was getting to though is uh, just the entirety of entertainment is just that now it's a content farm. It is just entertainment. You know what I mean? There's not... I guess there's a lot of people argue the dubious nature of art within film since it's always been very um, profit-driven. Commercialized, yeah. But it's, it's got to... It has... 
it has to be worse than it's ever been in my lifetime anyways you know what i mean it's just like so obvious to me that there's like not room for their experimentation or i don't know i feel like the the biggest sign to me was is is honestly the recent avatar sequel where no one really talked about how good it was it's just how much money did it make yeah but i mean that's how everyone talks about all blockbusters now <laughs> actually for at least like the last 15 20 years since like the summer blockbuster really took off in like the early 2000s that's all really? movies like that are always came just out, came out in january movies are all, i don't know anymore oh uh, yeah but like the the seasonal nature of it doesn't matter anymore it used to be summer blockbusters now it's just you know movies of that scale but like that's how they've been talked about for a couple decades now is just in terms of you know how much money they make because the Dark Knight got great reviews and remembered fondly and blah, blah, blah. But when he came out, that's all people talked about is how great it was doing at the box office and shit. Remember? And, uh, I kind of remember talking about how good it was. Yeah, but all the media and shit talking about it was just how much money he was making. That's how Jurassic Park was. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm talking about just people now. Are talking, like, I, I mean, you know what I mean? All Who have you talked to about Avatar? Uh I guess that's true. It's mostly yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. I haven't talked to anybody about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, no one fucking talked about Avatar before it came out uh, on, in, like, real life. You know, at least well, I could talk to people about Marvel movies or Star Wars movies or, um, um, I don't know, any other, like, a top. People would talk about Top Gun Maverick in real life. No one has ever talked to me about any of these goddamn Avatar movies in real life except to be like, hey, does anybody talk about these Avatar movies? I remember people couldn't fucking shut up about the first Avatar for like a year or so. Really? I feel like I talked to no one about it in my... Except to be like, hey, did you see Avatar? Yeah, I saw it in 3D. I'm like, oh, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, that is the big thing. Is everybody, Oh, you gotta see it in 3D. Uh, you gotta blah, blah. But yeah, I remember you know, people talking about it a lot when it first came out. But uh, there's people that got like fucking, what, Pandora mental illness like they wanted to live on pandora so bad yeah those are those are weird people for everyone <laughs> yeah that's fun though. yeah i don't mean i don't think it's any more anomalous than fucking star wars and shit it's just people like big stupid shit i guess a lot of just fucking normal people were excited to go see avatar too because <laughs> made two billion dollars it's pretty crazy i still don't get it again never talked to anybody in real life <laughs> I don't really talk to anyone in real life about movies except for one of my exes, so you know I don't, about know, I don't know who I talk to about it. I know she likes weird movies like me. She's not a fucking going to see Avatar. I don't think. I'll ask her though. Maybe she saw it, but I'd be I'd be surprised if she did. <laughs> I still have many in real life that has seen it. Our nephew saw it. Shrunk and shrunk. One of our nephews. I haven't saw talked it. to my nephew in months, so that doesn't count. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, this is a uh, content sewer, but it's also the uh, Uncle Podcast. You ever thought yeah. wonder what it would be like to sit down and listen to your uncles talk about movies? This is it. Like this. I had more to complain about this movie, but I don't remember what it is now. There's some we more got... like random asides of Oh, I remember what it is. If uh if you go miniature golfing with someone and they meticulously take score, just fucking leave. Um no, he likes her. He yeah, fuck Yeah, no no no. Um I don't. I've never taken score in, in miniature golf of you. No, because it's like fucking usually the only time I've gone miniature golfing in my adult life, it's like we're also drinking and playing grab ass and stuff. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? We're not there for the miniature golf. 
Well, you're never there bit. for the miniature golf. It's fun to be there at nighttime and like the waterfalls and shit are lit up because our miniature golf place is right by the water slide park. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the sun splash. That's that's the only place I've ever played miniature golf at. So it looks nice. No, no, well, we play miniature summer. golf at. I don't think it's there anymore. What was it called? Uh, Fiddlesticks. Oh, that's true. Fiddlesticks is kind of the same though. They have like uh, water fixtures. There. Yeah, it was out. There was a go kart. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's more about the vibe, is what I'm saying. Is like there's lights. It's you could smell fried food. Blah blah. You know, it's just got like a nostalgic, like horny vibe. Um. That I'm into. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not Every there vibe for, you have is a horny vibe. I mean, if I'm like on a date with a hot dame, yeah. Hot I've dame. gone to Fiddlesticks with you, and there was no hot dame there. There's always hot dames at Fiddlesticks. Why do you think they call it Fiddlesticks? Sure, there was. Wasn't I there with my girlfriend at the time? When we That's went. I don't dame. think so. Oh, well, at least one of the times that we, I don't think she was there. Oh, I don't remember. Fiddlesticks too well. I remember Sunsplash. Probably because, I mean, I went miniature golfing at Sunsplash Sun like four years ago. Like, yeah, it wasn't too long ago. The time you're talking about is like at least a decade ago. The time I'm thinking of, man, it was only like four or five years ago. It was in my adult my adult life. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that would bother me. I think it would be cute if she, because she's just like such a weirdo. I like when girls are kind of weirdos. Uh, Emma Passero is the name of the main actress. She's all right. Uh, the dude Eli Belmont Camelli, interesting name. He's like, uh, I can't Castlevania. <laughs> I was gonna Belmont. make that joke, but I was gonna see if you go for it. Belmont Camelli. He was born in Naperville, Illinois. I think Naperville. he's Italian. Hey, hey, my name is Belmont Camelli. Yeah. Hey. No, you walk out, Doctor Alucard. I'm gonna come for you. I'm gonna get you all the cut. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's he's the best actor out of the youngsters. Obviously, Annie McDowell and Kate Bosworth and Dermot Mulroney are the best actors in the movie. But out of the youngsters, he's the best actor. He sounds exactly like um, Captain America. What's that dude's <laughs> name? Chris Evans. Yeah, he sounds exactly like Chris Evans. I didn't like, notice. Chris has an Evans vibe to him, mostly just because he sounds exactly like him. You got a real Captain um, America vibe to you. Laura Karayuki. I pronounced that like a Japanese name, but I'm guessing it's probably... The girl plays Maggie. Um, she should have been the main, main actress. She's a better actress than her. Nah, she's okay. I don't think any of them are particularly good. Yeah, but she was better than the main actress. Uh, they were both fine, I guess, actually. It's fine. Honestly, the only person that stood out was uh, good old Belmont from Naperville. Belmont, hey, it's me, Belmont. Hey, I, you know, hey I'm acting room. over here. I rather the BMX. Uh, what shoes am um, I wearing? Vans. Some of this movie actually looks uh, pretty good. Mostly, it's just the nighttime stuff. Uh, I wish they would have leaned into it more. There's like a really short shot where she's walking down. I don't know, like the boardwalk or the main drag, and it's like lit in purple because there's neon lights and shit. Uh, they should have just done more shit with that. Uh, most more of the movie should have taken place at night. Because all the daytime regular shit is just, you know, really flat. And, I like the uh, weirdly shot BMX competition at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was that. Yeah, but that part was cool because it was just like, this is kind of wacky. <laughs> that was for, that was for sure some brink shit. Yeah. But like, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that's shot at night is actually interesting. Or maybe I'm just a big fan of nighttime. Uh, yeah, every time we talk about movies, you're like, oh, I like night and black and white. 
That might be what it is. <laughs> I just like more. I like high contrast. I like the high contrast image. Put some lights and some dark. That's cool, man. I like that shit. Ooh. I mean, like, I guess that is kind of true. I like cityscapes at nighttime. I like being outside in the city at nighttime. You know, like, white people always like, oh, we, I, I love camping and hiking. And, oh, we got to go on a hike and we're going to do this run and blah, blah, blah. I remember like run. friends there, and like is there basketball involved? Coworkers and shit would always invite me to that stuff, and I was like, man, I don't give a fuck about nature. I like the beach and the city. That's it. Well, I don't understand people. They're oh yeah, I fucking I love the mountains and but fuck that shit. It's the beach or the city. The city rules. There's fucking there's shit in the city. You know what I mean? Like other people, um, shops. There's like stuff to look at. You go on nature, especially <laughs> out here. We'll go, well, you go live in a fucking desert. Iron. What do you want? <laughs> let's go climb Flatiron. Oh, and the people act like it's beautiful, and it's just fucking dirt and scrub brush. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> as hell out here. Fucking haters. Because <laughs> you grew up where it was green. Yeah, let's go climb Superstition Mountain. No. It's barely about, No, that shit's... Yeah, no, it's all rocks. It's, it's a hill, and it's just dirt-colored. A dirt-colored hill. I have done it, like, multiple times, though. It's not too bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, just nature. I don't care. I like the beach. Yeah, man. I wish I lived at a beach. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to live by the water. What do Where I know? The hell Colby is. What do I know, though? I'm I'm not. I just I'm small brain. Actually, I probably have a large brain. It's just not super effective. I'm, it's it's a large, smooth brain. No yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a bimbo, a himbo, if you will. Oh, I guess the writer of this book, Sarah Dessen. Um, she has multiple books that take place in Colby. Oh, I was kind of wondering because of the way they closed the movie. It's like, is there a sequel with Maggie and uh, Auden? I guess there's like references to her other books in this movie, <clears throat> and like, yeah, maybe maybe there is a sequel about them in in college. I just can't get over the beginning of the movie. It's like, we're all the seniors in the school. We do such crazy things. We go up to the top of the tower and ring the bell for an hour. And then we throw TP. That sounds God. so boring and Fucking annoying. Dorks. Yeah, but that's like safe TV shit. You know what I mean? They can't you, tell the truth. Yeah, but like, you can do. It's not a TV movie. Damn it. Yeah, but they got to make it safe. It was for a book. A wide audience. I mean, even is the, book the book is goes? probably the book is probably for like. Uh, young adults or whatever you know so what like there's plenty of books for young adults that get a little more dangerous than those. not anymore they don't make that shit anymore what why since when? young adult no, books are all true. fucking They're... fucking uh hunger games and shit it's all safe those motherfuckers on the internet who love young adult books adults who only read young adult books that's all they complain about is uh, books being like too sexual and too violent because they're too afraid to read anything except for the fucking young adult books that's absolutely what it's like now just like with movies, there's no <sighs> sex and violence or uh, potentially challenging emotions or anything like that in books for kids or movies for kids. Blah, blah. We live in the safest, most puritanical like time period ever for media. It is everyone's softest. Well, shit. that's obviously not true because like 1950s was way softer, more puritanical. I mean, even with the Hayes Code going, they were making a lot of horny stuff. They just you yeah, know, but no one was it. fucking seeing it. Well, no, they were. They just made it more subversive, more subtle. Like, just fucking is so erotic when a man holds a woman's corset for. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, find a holster for my gun. Exactly. 
people always find a way to get around it until now because now there's no desire to do it because everyone is so soft soft as baby shit think they're radical but they believe the same shit as tipper gore you said this last week or perhaps the week before i just keep seeing it keeps i unfortunately i have to see teenagers opinions on the internet sometimes i don't think you have to it's always been just popping up because other people are sharing it like fucking look at this person said it's like they're 15 (laughs) <laughs> listen player i don't know here's need, the thing though you know what i mean like, you need to kill yourself i feel like we're getting a very limited view of 15 year olds well yeah i mean it's, view. it's a curated it's the, view of 15s it's the most online 15 year olds and stuff yeah but i, and I those, feel like the, um, kids online are always fucking weird you know that remember when all the yeah, kids online but, they didn't have sex either yeah but here's the problem all the kids are online now <laughs> And they're all falling into small little internet niche subcultures and getting weird as shit. They're afraid of doing cocaine, sucking that's a dick good, or two. It's it's like full of fentanyl these days. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Actually, cocaine used to be perfectly fine. Listen, it's really it's there's basically no physical addiction to it. Um, it's really expensive, so you can't do it all the time, anyways. Have fun with cocaine. That's what I would be saying if it weren't for the evil dragon of fentanyl. It's everywhere these days. I mean, it's not in weed and stuff. Don't worry about that. But you know, especially if you're getting a verbal dispensary, you're good. Yeah, I just if anything that's like powder or a pressed pill or some shit, and probably test it. Because uh, back in my day, we used to get meth bombed by pressed pills a lot. I imagine these days, fentanyl. <laughs> I'd rather be meth bombed. Man, some meth bombs will fuck you up, man. Yeah, but at least I'm, I'm awake horniest you've ever been on a meth bomb i don't understand it because you know like people that are hell in people are hell when you're up you're up everything's up boy people who are like hell into smoking meth and shit will like you they'll also go on like marathon masturbation sessions and smoking and shit and i'd always be like man i don't understand that but then one time we got meth bomb pretty hard and i was like i get it now i can masturbate for 12 hours drugs huh that drugs probably would have made this movie cooler they don't do drugs in this town I don't think kids don't do drugs anymore, anyways. I'm just smoking that weed, watching Twitch streams. Aiden Maybe Ross telling you they are only two genders, two genders, <laughs> and they're both men. Two genders, both dudes. Second like <laughs> men are the only sentient sex. <laughs> I woke um, up in the middle of the night and there was a, a woman in my room, and I said, "Be God, succubus." <laughs> Bitch, you know who I am. Oh, let's see some. Oh, uh, the film is directed by Sofia Alvarez. Um, shout out to Sofia. Uh, prior to this, all she's done is write some movies for Netflix. Mm-hmm. All the boys have ever loved before and the sequel. P.S. I still love you. So that's cool. Oh, she also wrote for A Man Seeking Woman, which is that's the show with uh, Jay Baruchel and Eric Andre. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. pretty crazy. That's cool. She Man, she's dope as hell just for writing on that show. Great job. <laughs> Let's see who loves this movie. Someone in Thailand loves it. I can't read Thai though. So, I don't know. Five stars. Cutest movie ever. How do I become her? I don't know if you want to be her yeah, exactly. To say. That was the cutest thing I've ever seen. I want to be reborn and live out the exact plot. Oh, people are weird. <laughs> people are romantic. I get it. It's fine. These are probably all just kids anyways. Kids would love to go to the beach, work at a shop with your girlfriends, have yeah, dance I, breaks. The thing, these are just movies that like... No one ever lived this life. This is not a thing that anybody's ever done. I mean, I lived, uh, I've lived a couple, a few summers that were like 
like this, but also interspersed with like having to work in call centers or warehouses. Yeah, it wasn't fun all the time, but yeah, we were like partying every night and like falling in and out of love and blah blah. blah. Yeah, also, okay, but she's not. This is not the this woman had like a straight up fucking adventure, like a life changing epiphany adventure. You just had a you just lived a life. I don't know. This probably wasn't like life changing epiphany adventure. She's gonna break up with that dude. They're not gonna get married. She's at college, you know. She's gonna grow He's and in change. Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Is, this is. I think it's presented in a perfectly fine way for reality. Where like, hell yeah, that was a pretty good summer, and you think it's really important at the time, but five years from now, it'll just have been a pretty good summer, you know. But the kids, these kids in these in letterbox here who love the movie, they're not thinking that. They're just, you know, young. They haven't got to experience anything like this yet. And they're dreaming of the day when they can have an amazing summer. I'm telling you now, kids, any kids listening, you can have plenty of amazing summers. Um, they're not going to be like a storybook as this because, like I said, you're going to have to go to work in between. Sometimes there's going to be some bad hangovers. You might get meth bombed a couple times. You know, there's going to be fight. Uh, you're going to get angry at each other. Yeah, it's going to be way meaner than this. <laughs> well, not necessarily. It might be. Fuck, I no. Yes, it is. Don't sugarcoat it for the kids. There's going to be parts that are meaner than this, and then the parts going to be way cooler too. You're not going to go oh, yeah, up to the I mean, top of a bell. You're not going to be worried about going to the top of a bell tower to ring a bell. I'll tell you that. God damn it. I mean, you're going to get to have more sex than these kids. Cause I they, hope so. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do nothing in this movie but kiss. You, I mean, tell you right now, maybe having sex in the back of that truck. Maybe that, that's that. I'm giving. That's probably just finger blasting. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Great, great representation. Very clearly not forced diversity. <laughs> Visually appealing. What amazing the soundtrack. Fuck? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> Very clearly not forced diversity. It's a movie, so it was uh, not that it was forced diversity, but it was constructed. This is a construct. This is the constructed events. All movies are forced diversity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these people were casted. I don't know. What a weird thing to be. I judge all movies based about. on whether the diversity is forced or unforced. Okay, we need Sofia Alvarez to direct every rom-com because this was so good, and so is Tat Bilb. Oh, to I all the boys I ever yeah. loved. I'm sure. Let her direct more. I I thought the directing was fine in this movie. It wasn't anything mind-blowing, but... Yeah. That's uh, fine. Let her direct more. Her soundtrack was good. I imagine she had some hand in that. I'm guessing she's around my age. She used to go to the same parties I did and stuff. <laughs> Obviously not, Kyle. Why not? Look she up. might have been Party Monster. Party she Monster. probably lived in uh, L.A. or something. That's how she oh, Netflix movies she probably would have, years. Yeah, she would have gotten way cooler parties than me then. She would have got to do cocaine with the stars. 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 I've been talking about cocaine a lot on this episode. Listen, guys, I did plenty of other drugs. <laughs> Sophia Alvarez, let's take a look. There's a picture of her. Um, I don't. She looks like she might be my age. I don't know. She looks older than me. You could probably Google her age. Uh, she doesn't. I gotta. I'm just trying to see if she's is from uh to L. A. Oh, she's a playwright. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna list myself too. American playwright and screenwriter. She's from Ball from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. Beautiful scenic Baltimore, downtown Baltimore. I can't figure out how old she is, but she's not from L.A. You're wrong. She's Damn from it. Sophie. She's from Baltimore. Oh, no. 
Baltimore. She went to college, Bennington College. Bennington, Bennington. College. Bennington. It's a private liberal arts college in Bennington, Vermont. Founded in 1932 as a women's college. College for women. Women. Oh, ladies college. You know, in ladies college, you think they explore each other's bodies? Oh, man, I bet they Because, you know, in British private boys' school, they're always like, yeah, there's a lot of boys kissing boys. And, you know, like, whenever there's, like, a memoir from, like, a prominent British comedian or newscaster, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they talk I was going to ask you about this school shit. Days, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we explore each other's bodies. This seems way too prominent. Listen, <laughs> if you get a bunch of kids together during puberty and they're restricted to their same sex... They're gonna. It's puberty, man. They're gonna. They're gonna experiment. Guarantee it. I just don't. Like, I. It's baffling to me. It I makes, guess makes perfect sense to me. You know, that that reminds me. So like the the you know like the teenage like K-pop stands. They're always like cooking up elaborate scenarios about how their favorite K-pop artists <laughs> are secretly gay and lo- in love with their band members. Yeah, I, know and where stuff. I, was going. I was thinking though. It is kind of a similar situation where they are forced into dormitory dormitories with like this their same sex at around the same age and blah blah. blah. It's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe some of the, some of those girls did explore each other's bodies. <laughs> you know, because like girls kissing girls, no problem. It happens. Boys kissing boys, never know. You know what I mean? If you're if you're stuck, you're locked in a yeah, dormitory. Apparently. You ain't got shit going on. You'd be like, you know I what? Think it's, a, it's always a dormitory situation. Looking pretty cute. I don't know. And they like they're trying to like you know they encourage you to um, do skinship, right? They want you to be like friendly and affectionate with your members and stuff. You're like, well, be like, oh, no, some people are being a little too friendly and affectionate. Be like, oh man. damn, damn heat, y'all! I'm getting carried away. Yeah. Okay, I was getting weird. Yeah, I mean that's me out. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's my fantasy. I think we all know that now. The boys of Super Junior weren't a part of it. The boys of Super Junior all having sex together. I guess disclaimer: I realize that uh, the um, Korean culture people are much more affectionate with their same-sex friends. I'm not misinterpreting that like a 15-year-old. I'm just saying I am. If it happens, you know, it, there's a precedent. Sometimes when you're that precedent? horned up because of puberty and you're just with the same sex, you go, well, you know what? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking podcast really went some places today. Yeah, so that's why I give Along for the Ride <laughs> 5 out of 10. <laughs> I, I give it a 4 out of 10. Like, I really yeah. don't. I, I really think it could have been better. I've, I, you know, I'm just, I, this week I've been feeling, uh, been feeling real good. I feel like it's pretty, you know, summertime's coming. The, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting back in the freak mode, trying to get my dick sucked, thinking all about all the fun times I had in the summertime, the importance of friendship and love and all the beautiful things in life. And, uh, you know what? Like Fucking five out of 10. Five out of 10. Uh, I know, mean, this movie was, I've been actually, hey, speaking listen, of writing. It's going to be hot next month. <laughs> you don't know that it's been, it's, it's been cold as shit it's supposed to rain all next week i think also it's i think no in california right now last year march was kind of rainy too wasn't it yeah i think it was 
<coughs> all right. Anyways, yeah, what are you saying about writing? Anyway, yeah, I've been writing a lot this week. Or actually, this is the last since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie was so bad that you know after it was over, uh, put, put the baby down. My you know like three hour blocks to write for the day, and um, I fucking did not want to do it. That's how bad the movie made me feel. Oh, because you were embarrassed that you could never write something as good yeah, as long exactly. for the ride. <laughs> You're like, damn, I didn't even think of all these cliches I could be putting in my detective stories. <laughs> what about a detective I, uh, who's I got also, insomnia? Damn it, I, I, sh- I need to re- reread Save the Cat. <laughs> yeah. They set up some payoffs. Remember when they were talking about food fights and then they were able to initiate a food <laughs> fight? Set up some payoffs, baby. <sighs> that screenwriting for you. You could <laughs> never accomplish anything like that. Ooh, you'd have to be a genius to come up with setting up a food fight and having a food fight. Crazy stuff. I don't know if I've, I've no, I don't think I've ever really had a food fight. I've never I mean, thrown food at people and had food thrown at me. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. Never had you a remember food fight? You remember when we were kids and like it would be torrential rain in the winter sometimes, and we'd all have to go sit in the cafeteria. Oh yeah. For lunch. They'd watch your movie on the screen, but no one could hear it or see it. Yeah. It got one time. It got kind of close to a food fight, but that was about it. But, oh, I remember. I think I remember that. I think, and then. They broke it up pretty quick, and then we got yelled at. Well, it was also just kind of like two groups of kids, and you could feel the like. Yeah, everyone else was kind of like they're feeling it. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like there was something in the air. We could all feel it, but yeah, they shut it down too quick. But yeah, I mean, food fighting just doesn't appeal to me. Just gross. You know what I mean? I don't want like beans in my hair. People walking around calling me bean hair. Oh, look at that tuna casserole face. You'll never, you'll never live that down, old bean hair. Five out of ten. I don't think it's too bad. It's got some redeemable stuff in it. Like I said, I can see this being like some 17-year-old girl's favorite movie if she knew it existed. <laughs> but no, it's just some shit on well, Netflix. We should market it for her, her on, uh, on TikTok. Did you hear about the, uh, Long the for daughter? The who... What? Long for the Red? You hear about Long for the Red? Yeah, we can market it on TikTok and try to get it going for her. Did you hear about the uh, the daughter that um, made her dad's like ten or fifteen year old um, mystery Dog. novel oh. uh, famous on on TikTok? Made it a bestseller after fifteen years. Oh, she just hyped it up on there. Yeah, and the book talks. I don't know what the book talks is. I've, I've been I've been reading about it this week. So what you're saying is we need to get um, our nieces and nephews and your oldest son to hype us up on TikTok. That's right. We need to we need to yeah. reach out to the younger generation. We need to uh, employ. We have no idea how, despite knowing exactly how the internet works, we don't know how social media works. I just well, the thing is, I know how social media works, except for TikTok, and TikTok right now is the most effective form of social media. What, so. do you, what about Twitter? Elon Musk is he's turned it around. Twitter is fucking dead. Twitter's been dead for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Twitter, also, Twitter was never he's a was, genius. It's always been really adjacent to like mainstream media and news media and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So Twitter's always just been kind of like lame and from my perspective. Anyways, I always thought Twitter was just like it's for the nerds. You know, the real social media out there is fucking posting ass on Instagram. This is the only shit I cared about. Back when Not I was me. Cool. I'm still hanging out on the bulletin boards. I'm. That's the real shit, though. Something <laughs> awful forms. Gaff. Neo Gaff. I know, not anymore. <laughs> you hear about that? Uh, shit, yeah, that's it for Along for the Ride. What, did we close it down? <laughs> no, Evil Lore uh, got me too'd. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Whatever. 
Fuck Neil Gaff. Fuck something awful. This is the age of the content sewer. Post our shit on TikTok. I'm going to text our uh, relatives right now. So, <laughs> listen, the content sewer has got uncle magic. We have both kinds of uncles. We got the one uncle that is your cousin's dad. You know what I mean? He's a dad. He's married. He just happens to be your cousin's dad. But then we also have the most prominent, the classic uncle, unmarried, the youngest sibling of your parents' siblings, <laughs> did some prison time, loves drugs. <laughs> The classic uncle. And then the other classic uncle, your cousin's dad. Because <laughs> that's how it works. Let them know. Fucking let them know on TikTok. We're out here. We're figuring it out. We're watching movies. We're we're, we're going to find the good ones for you kids. Along for the ride. Uh, there's 15 to 20 year old um, teenage girls and male manipulators will love this movie. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, next week, uh, I decided... It's time we watch some actual anime. I want to watch some anime. We're going to watch some anime next week. You want to watch some anime next week? Yeah, let's watch anime, and then I'll pick from my list. Okay, it's a movie called Bubble. Bubble. It's got parkour in it. <laughs> no. I'm, it's directed yeah, no. By I, don't want, I don't watch anime anymore. <laughs> it's directed by the guy that directed the Death Note series, and I think some of Attack on Titan or something like that. Uh, it looks I like watch it's um, directed by the guy who wrote Tokyo Godfathers. No, Satoshi Kon is um dead. Dead. <laughs> he has passed on. Uh, I imagine it, it, it. I watched the trailer for it. It looks like it's gonna be like all modern anime movies, which I just I love to death. Um, which is uh a very little hand drawn animation, so mostly digital animation. Oh, just the best. Oh, wonderful, and um. Just, you know, broadly because. nostalgic and romantic and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just the best. Studio Ghibli could never produce something like this. <laughs> but yeah, we'll check well, it out. No Bubble. Everyone, get ready to we'll fucking watch Bubble. Bubble. Living outside bubble. the bubble. Remember Bubble? Basketball, NBA Bubble? That's pretty good. Yeah, well, I did actually enjoy Bubble Basketball. I don't know why nobody, no one else did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool because it was kind of like the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? It was like the stakes. The, all the stakes were the stakes were much higher. They weren't playing 300 million games. Uh, anyhow, VHSKVLT.com. That's our website, VHS Cult. We got podcasts on there. You can listen to them. Go through there. You get recommendations for Netflix original films to watch. Get some clips out of it. And all of our listeners listening now. Make some clips, put them on TikTok. We gotta sell Sean's detective novel. I don't have a detective novel. Oh. We gotta right. sell sell this podcast. Is I that where the money's at? Detective novels? I think it's in Strange Erotica starring Bigfoots. Actually the money is in uh fucking not writing books. Uh generational wealth. But yeah. <laughs> I, I guess like streaming, if you're lucky, I don't know. Well, I don't think I can stream books. <clears throat> the money is in producing free content for some large corporation who owns the platform. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Or YouTube or, you know, Google. Whatever. Fucking get us get us famous. I knew I, I always knew I was destined for greatness and I want to achieve it before I'm 40 years old. I got a year left for that. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh no! Yeah, so you know, that's the right, listeners. You got fucking four, three and a half years, or otherwise, 
I'm killing myself. <laughs> uh, watch Bubble next week. Thanks for listening. I uh, love you guys. Um, check out the website. Tell your friends and family. Or whoever you feel like, just yeah. If you want to post on TikTok or Twitch or Reddit or anything, if you want to post on NeoGaf, go ahead, do it. I would appreciate it. I guess that's it. Love you. Thanks for listening. Bye.